welcome to the play, bleh, play piano by your podcast. Woohoo! It is a good day because God is good. In this episode, I'm going to be playing by ear and then explaining what chord progressions I'm using and basically just letting you hmm, see what I'm thinking when I'm playing by ear. So this episode is going to have some music just like the song from the beginning. I'm gonna be explaining how to play that song from the beginning, but I'm just gonna give you a tour inside my my head, the thought process of what goes on when I'm playing by ear. This is actually something that I am fascinated asking people. I really enjoy asking a lot of people this question. When I hear that they can play by ear, whoops, I just, okay. <laughs> when I hear that they can play by ear, um, a question I love to ask people is, what is your thought process? How are you thinking about these chords? Um, is there, and, and really I've been wondering, is there a common way that musicians are thinking about chords that enables them to play by ear? And there really is, there really is some common themes that go on when people play by ear. So this is just going to be some of those common things. I'm going to be talking about the chords, the inversions, and everything that I do, everything I do to play that melody you heard from the beginning. So here is the melody. Um, melody is in the key of C. So in the key of C we have our C chord and our three major chords are C, G, and F. And then our three minor chords are A minor, E minor, and D minor. If you wonder how and why that works then um, you can listen to, <laughs> well, then you can listen to my future episode <laughs> called the circle of fifths within the circle of fifths within the circle of fifths so you'll have to wait to understand uh, how those work together <laughs> wow <laughs> um i will i will get that episode out i'm so excited about that episode it's going to be a really really good one but today we're just going to jump right in three major chords and three minor chords and then the song starts with our c chord but it's gonna start on the note G. So here's the notes. I'm gonna be just saying my right hand notes to this song as I play. G, A, B, C, C, B, G, A, A, G. If you're following along right now and you're sitting at your piano, you could grab a sheet of paper and write this down and then play this melody. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. So here we go. G, A, B, C, C, B, G, A, A, G. And again, this was just the right hand melody notes. That's all it was. I was playing a lot of other things underneath, but I did not say what those are yet. So just to clarify, just right hand melody notes. That's the first chunk of the song. And then I did the exact same thing one octave higher. So now we could do it again. G, A, B, C, C, B, 
GA AG uh, then what comes next GABC CD DE EFE CG GA AG <laughs> See, here's the thing. When you play by ear, you kind of do a little melody and you, you remember the gist, but then you go back and play it again, and then it might be a little bit different each time. Essentially, it's kind of the same thing. Oh yeah, here it is. G, F, E, F, G. So that's how the song ended. I might have jumped down an octave to end the song when you heard it at the very beginning of this episode. But E, F, G, that's how the song ended. There's the right hand melody notes to the song. We just play kind of the first thing down here in this octave and then play the next chunk up here in this octave. That's a really fun thing that I like to do is create a little tune. So just that, that first little tune. And then if you want to make your song longer and kind of fill in the empty space you could play a similar tune you could have you could play the exact same tune an octave higher but just change the ending and it really fills in the song I like to do this a lot in fact on my phone I just pull up my uh, what's it called voice memos the voice memos app Really, my voice memos app is more like my piano memos app. <laughs> I come up with a, a fun new melody and then pull out my phone real quick and record it because I would love to get some of these recordings out there in a CD format. Well, actually, CDs are kind of old. Um, I'd like to get it out on Spotify and all the, all the players, all the web players and stuff and get some music out there, but I want to remember what these tunes are. So when you're playing by ear, you come up with a fun tune, you go, ooh, I like that, and then just record it real quick, and then you can take those simple tunes and play them at different octaves, which is what I did at the beginning. Played it right at this octave, played it right at this octave. So now I'm gonna be getting into what the left hand does. The left hand, um, here's what the left hand is without the right hand, just so you can kind of hear it. And it follows a very specific pattern. And I'm just going to show you the pattern with our first chord. I'll actually I'll show you the pattern with the C chord, the one that I that I just played. And this pattern is gonna be, you're gonna spread out your hand and put your thumb and your pinky on two different C's. So a C and a C. And this is the, the length of an octave. This is what an octave is called. It's, instead of calling it an eighth, it's eight notes apart. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. You just play two notes with the same name. So C and C with your pinky and thumb. Or you could say with finger five and finger one. So finger number one is your thumb and then it just goes one, two, three, four, five. And then finger five is your pinky. That's how piano, piano, piano players number their fingers. For other instruments, it has different numbers. Like violin has different numbers. I think guitar has different numbers because you don't use your thumb for those instruments. So 
uh, <laughs> for those instruments, thumb is just number zero. But for piano, we do use our thumb, so thumb is number one. So, thumb and pinky are on an octave, C and C, and then finger two is on a G. So I, I just played C, G, C. And in terms of intervals, I the C, from the C to the G is five notes apart. One, two, three, four, five. So first I play a fifth, C, G, and then the octave, C. This is the same pattern. You can, you can do this pattern on any chord. You could do this pattern with the G chord. So your thumb and pinky would be on G and G. And then finger two is gonna be five notes up from your pinky. One, two, three, four, five. Oops, one, two, three, four, five. So there we have finger two is on D now. So we have G, D, G. Now just, just really get comfortable playing that pattern. Left hand is gonna do nothing else. Zilch, nada, zero nothing else other than this pattern for this song <laughs> okay now get your pen ready if you're sitting at the piano hint hint nudge nudge here it comes i'm going to explain the right hand chords and this is going to be what goes underneath the or did i say right hand i'm going to explain the left hand chords and this is what goes underneath the right hand melody so here's your chords not the individual notes but the chords so You'd think the song starts off with C, since we're in the key of C, but actually, to make it more interesting, the song is gonna start off with an A minor chord. Woohoo! So right here, I played A minor chord with left hand, and then a G chord, and then an F chord with left hand. Again, I'm just doing that pattern, F, C, F, that octave and the fifth, and then, um, down to a C chord with left hand, back up to our A minor chord, back to our G chord, now back to the C chord, back to the F chord pattern, G chord pattern, and then end with C. And then right hand is gonna jump up an octave, up to those notes, but left hand is gonna stay down here in the wonderful bass section. So now your hands are gonna feel a little more spread apart. You're going to reach your right hand up an octave, which really isn't that far. But just to clarify, left hand is gonna stay in this general area while right hand goes generally up an octave for the next part of the song. So here we go again. Here's left hand playing that A minor um, octave and fifth pattern. Now the G chord, now the F chord for left hand. Now the C chord for left hand, A minor chord for left hand, now G chord for left hand, now C chord for left hand, now F, now G. And just so you can hear again, uh, here's left hand by itself as I'm singing the chords. So instead of playing the melody up here, I'm just going to do left hand and we have A minor, G, F, C, A minor, G, C, F, G, C. <laughs> Interesting fact, you can't actually see this, but to play left hand by itself, I didn't necessarily memorize that, 
just now, I was I was fake playing my right hand to remember where I was at and what chord goes with what note. <laughs> so I was actually sort of playing it hands together, but just pressing the left hand. And that's just an interesting uh, side note right there. Oh, it's a side note. Huh, no pun intended. Okay, that was the right hand and the left hand as they were each played separately. So when you put them together, whoo, this is the more tricky spot, I would say, when it comes to hmm, melodies and putting the right hand with the left hand to make a song. Instead of saying the note names for right hand, and instead of saying the chord names for left hand, I'm gonna say the counting. Okay, so some songs fall into a 4-4 time um, signature, which would be um, just counting to four, like one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. Some songs are in 3-4, which would go more like one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. There's all sorts of ways you can count a song. And I'm actually not sure what counting this song is in, so I'm going to play it a little bit and figure that out. Okay, I figured it out. Woohoo! This song is in a certain counting, and instead of telling you what the counting is, I'm going to see if you can hear the counting and, and if you can figure it out first, um, because really it's going to be more helpful for playing by ear. Instead of paying attention to the right hand, I want you to listen to the left hand. And as I'm playing the left hand, uh, hmm, you can just, <laughs> I was going to say, you can march around in a circle and march to the beat of the music. But you might not want to do that. So you could just count uh, or clap or just think of the beat as I'm playing. And you could just tap. Uh, tap what you think the beat is and see if you can figure out how many beats there are between each different left hand chord. So you're going to be listening to this thing. You might have figured it out by now already, but here we go with the whole song. another note in there for the extra beat for the beat that's there um, instead of just the octave pattern like C G C I added a G at the end C G C G but here here we, here we go I'm gonna count with it one two three four one two three four one two paused right there because that little trill honestly I'd have to think a little bit to figure that that one out but it would still fall under the one two three four so there we go the song is in four four so you're gonna be counting to four as you're playing the song and the reason that I was gonna suggest that you march in a circle or clap or do something like that is because as I'm playing by ear yes 
I am counting. I am counting to four. But really, more so than just counting to four, I'm actually feeling the entire beat in my whole body. If you could see what I feel like, <laughs> it feels like I'm sitting in my chair going like one, two, three, four, like a toddler bouncing up and down, just like wee, wee, woo, woo. That's what I that's what I feel like inside when I'm playing by ear. I'm just keeping the beat inside, I'm just bouncing up and down. But on the outside I'm not doing that. <laughs> and you could think of it like if someone is jumping on a trampoline, they're gonna they're gonna feel a certain downbeat. Now, as I'm gonna just kind of go with this trampoline analogy for a little bit, but if someone's jumping on a trampoline, they could, <laughs> wow, it's gonna be kind of funny, they could just say a number every time they jump. They could just say, like, I'm gonna do a nice slow jump, like one, 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 okay? So pretend I'm jumping on a trampoline, woo, woo. Now, instead of saying one every time I jump, I'm gonna try to say, uh, four numbers with each jump. So I'm only going to jump on number one, but I'm going to say two, three, four while I'm in the air. And then I'm going to jump back down on the trampoline on number one. So then, oh, here, here we go. This note right here represents my jump on the trampoline. <laughs> okay. So here we go. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. So the reason when to the trampoline analogy thing is to describe the downbeat. The downbeat is going to be the beat that's more emphasized. And it's going to be the one that feels, um, it feels heavier in a way. It feels stronger. It's more emphasized. And as you're playing by ear, you want to have a really good sense of that downbeat. Um, ooh, I'll just say what the downbeat is. Uh, I'm gonna, yeah, I'll just say what the downbeat is for this song. Here it is. Downbeat. And here. And here. And here. This is what's going to tie all your notes and chords together to really make it sound like a song. If you have this sense of rhythm inside of you, if you're um, keeping that beat as you're playing, your song is going to sound super duper musical. This is something that's important is to care more about following the rhythm and the beat. I know we talked about the rhythm last. <laughs> we went over the right hand notes first and then the left hand chords now we're into the rhythm but actually if you were to choose one thing to do correctly and let the other two things uh you know slide then i would say focus on the rhythm focus focus on that downbeat even if you play a wrong note and here's why it's going to sound more like a complete song if you keep going if you keep pausing then it's it's not going to sound as fluid or just as as smooth so here's the song with some wrong notes and some skipped notes but a consistent downbeat all right <laughs>
So uh, you could hear how it was a little bit different, but it still kind of followed the same feel. And that's, that's what we're going for. We're going for that consistent rhythm. Really, when I played on a church worship team for a number of years, that helped me to get a sense of rhythm and when you're playing with other musicians, you could do this with some friends. You could get a guitarist and um, someone who has maybe a cajon um, or some drums or something, get together and play some songs, play through some chords together. Because when you play with other instruments and other people, you have to keep going. You can't just, you can't just say, okay, stop. I need to figure out my chord here. <laughs> you, you just keep going. So if you, kind of blank and you go oh no I don't I don't remember how to play the A minor chord then you just skip it and jump in on the beat on the next chord and it's going to sound so much better than totally stopping the whole song and figuring out and starting over and as you play more with other people or even a backing track you could get on YouTube and find some instrumental music or even even a song you know and pull up the chords you can just google chord chart to you know your favorite song and then pull up the song and try to play along with it on the piano and at least you'll have some sort of music going that you could play with and feel this rhythm the most uh, important way to learn rhythm is to experience the rhythm <laughs> and by experience the rhythm, you just need to do it. You need to just play a song and try to follow the rhythm. It's probably going to be messy, messy, messy at first. You'll probably miss a whole bunch of chords, <laughs> but that's okay. Just keep going. You'll get better. You'll get, you'll get really well. You'll get really, really good at finding the correct chords. And then it will feel like second nature. And then what you want to do is take that sense of rhythm and then apply it to your other chords that you're you're playing with. Here's our song again. So that was the song just in the middle C position and then I did it up an octave earlier but those are the three main the three main things that I'm thinking through when I am playing that song I'm definitely considering the chord inversions because oh wow whoo yes this okay I need to talk about one more thing here the chord inversions help me know which chord which left hand chord is going to work well with my right hand melody note. So in my brain, I'm actually connecting the entire chord inversion to my right hand notes that fall on the downbeat. For example, these notes right here, they're kind of the beginning notes. They don't fall on the downbeat, but this one, that one falls on the downbeat. So in my, in my head, I'm filling in that entire chord inversion. This is an A minor. Um, second inversion. So I know that left hand is going to play an A minor chord down low just with that octave and fifth pattern. But if I wanted to I could fill in the entire right hand chord with also an inversion up top. It would sound like this. 
those notes that had the downbeat, I've put the entire chord with it. Here we have A minor, and then G chord, second inversion, F, second inversion, C, root position. So my right hand is using chord inversions to find what chord, what sound that I want. And then I'm just using the regular chord with my left hand to make some great harmonies up there at the top with right hand. One way you can practice this is to practice finding the right hand melody notes and then practice putting chords and inversions underneath those melody notes. So if you just have a tune, maybe your tune goes like E, D, C, G, F, E, something like that. You could practice finding a chord for this note. So that C falls on the downbeat. Um, and then this one, the E, you could add a chord to that note. I'm gonna add the C chord to each of these. You could do it with another chord, see what it sounds like. I'm gonna add the F chord to the first one and the A minor chord to the second one. And you could hear, hmm, that sounds a little bit different. <laughs> That's the great thing. These chords can just sound a little bit different with the inversion that you put underneath of them. And then for a nice open feel, I just take those inversions away and let the left hand do all the work of adding the harmony. Uh, now I'm gonna do A minor for the first one and C for the second one. Now instead of playing the inversion, A minor, and then the um, chord C, I'm going to left hand is gonna play the octave and the fifth for A minor, and then the octave and the fifth for the C chord. And right hand is just gonna play melody notes. And you could hear, woo, that sounds good. And that's just because we used the correct chord and harmonized really nicely with those notes up in right hand. So there's just a tutorial of how I'm thinking about these chords and notes and, and the song as I am playing by ear. Hope that was helpful and go ahead and try it at the piano and have a great day. It is a good day because God is good. <laughs>